0: DM's de, Corner. DM's de- de- Corner. Oh yeah. You are listening to High Shelf Gaming. This is a show where we talk about board games and role-playing games and gaming conventions. If this is what you're looking for, please keep listening. You can always find us on our website, Facebook group, Facebook page. We're on Twitter and Twitch and Discord. All under the name High Shelf Gaming. Super easy to join the community and we look forward to meeting you. Quick reminder, we are doing a giveaway. I've got a 3D printed monster, a gray render, super interesting creature and uh, kind of hard to come by, honestly. In order to enter into win, all you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Once we get to 20 reviews, we're going to roll a die and see who wins. This is David Gillespie with High Shelf Gaming, and as always, I am joined by the Maleficent Rich Wazneski.
1: Oh, my God, Dave. Did you just say Maleficent? (laughs) I did. Did you really? Did you know who played Maleficent? I think I did. Angelina Jolie. And do you know one of my favorite facts of trivia around Angelina Jolie?
0: I'm afraid. What's your favorite fact
1: around Angelina Jolie? She married Johnny Lee Hooker after the movie Hackers. What? Boom. Knowledge, knowledge, grenades dropping, boom! and Knowledge, atomic bombs what? dropping.
0: One, I loved hackers because my doppelganger is not hackers. You know,
1: Johnny Lee Hooker?
0: No, 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 God, <laughs> but much, much worse looking. No, just kidding. No, he's 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 amazing.
1: Oh, the guy that, that Matthew really Lillard? Have, yeah, doesn't really have a home. He yeah. kind of just goes around from people. He like yeah, he had with the Nikon. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He had so that Matthew really Lillard. cool yellow pager. I remember.
0: Oh, yeah, because he was hardcore. And yeah. then, really, I loved him in SLC Punk. And when SLC Punk wow. came out, I was like, that's me. I'm hardcore. And I'm like in Mesquite, Texas, but I'm hardcore. Oh, do you, know? yeah. <laughs> you have
1: blunder your photos we need to see? Sometime. No, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no. None no, that sir. you're sharing. No blunder no. year.
0: But yeah, I now cyber Matthew Lillard because he's in the D&D scene. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what's up, Doppelganger? And fuck, nothing. Nothing back.
1: Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Angelina Jolie and me. Nothing back. <laughs> This not your Doppelganger. I, well, I got that restraining order once, but Whoa. Yeah, that was okay. cool. All right, back so, to today's show. Yeah, so so back on topic. And Matthew Lillard, you know,
0: actually, we're getting into You're kind of a kind of thing here. Because he, he has made a thing which ties into today's episode. But before we get there, joining us today is oh. our great buddy and friend returning yet again for, I think, your fourth
1: appearance. Our most
0: favorite guest. That might be true. Mike Coates, welcome There's back, man. Voice. Thank you
2: pleasure to be here again
0: yeah uh and mike what are we talking about today
2: we're talking about gm tools
1: oh my god are we gonna go all the way back to like high school because i have over the years i've had quite a few dm tools are we naming names uh
2: we are dude. absolutely naming names yes oh absolutely yeah.
1: okay so there's this guy named andrew he was like one of our dms he was such a tool dude and he- <laughs> different 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 what? topic different topic? not not dms different who tools. are
0: tools yeah different tools but tools for DMs.
1: Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. I could just throw all this. I think paperwork David,
2: away now. I think we might need to use the the kids lingo for rich yeah. since yeah. he's such a millennial. Look, apps, rich apps. We, we're talking. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Apps. Oh, DM, DM apps. Oh, that's apps. Right. Yeah,
0: no. The- <laughs> I love it because you're such a millennial. Um, <laughs> but OK, the other thing is, did you really have three pages of like DMs you wanted to call out? 'Cause you ripped up a bunch of paper.
1: Dude, I like seriously spent two weeks cyber stalking people, getting their names and numbers so we could like totally <laughs> dox them. Those were those I had I had a so hacker it. on ready for swatting someone <laughs> that we were gonna do that live. But oh now it's all ruined.
2: Yeah. Don't don't believe Rich. Those are just parking tickets.
1: <laughs> Lord Nikon, call it off. Lord Nikon, call it off. So it's all good now. Everything's good. <laughs> You're awesome. I love this show.
0: Okay, so so DM tools. DM tools. My callback to Matthew Lillard, he just made a really cool DMs toolkit. They were selling luxury modules.
1: Waterdeep, Dragonheist. Yeah. Yeah. Realms of Waterdeep. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I sent Larry some, a Christmas gift of a little package of those oh. for his DMing, but go on. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, if you had spent a lot of money, you could have sent him Matthew Lillard's premium edition, mm. which has like all these minis and all these like things that come with it. And it like totally sets you up to play or run a really high end version of the, of the module. Neat. That's my callback to my doppelganger. Dude, represent. Way to go, Matt.
1: Which really came out of our first word of the day. And that is crazy. Look how that six degrees of whatever Kevin Bacon came oh, to with yeah. today. That's true. Angelina Jolie led us all the way to that.
0: Yeah. And that was all from your word. As she leads us to so many things. Oh, I know. We're talking about being good to Africa, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. All right, perfect. <clears throat> so let's move on to tools <laughs> that DMs can use to make their game come together. Oh, that's easy. I do get that asked a little bit, like, what kind of prep do you do and and all of that kind of stuff? And I think that when you are putting your game together, it's totally natural to, one, like, just rip off books that you've read and movies you've oh, seen. Yeah. That's that's part part and parcel. But, like, there are legit sites and tools and things you can use to help, like, give you the things that you don't want to make yourself. Like Absolutely. maps, NPC names... All that stuff that just you need it. You need to, you know, put stuff in front of your players. So, you know, leverage these tools to to give you some stuff. So I've got some some things to hit in there. But uh, Mike, I'm really curious what what you use for
2: world building or or game prep. I use a couple of tools. The first one is actually a mobile app on my phone. And I Mm. think I mentioned Mm. it during our
1: first home
2: GM's Corner Uh, session
0: yes you did and i think i linked it and we'll link it again yes archivist elements archivist elements yeah Yeah. it's an android app and i think there's also an iphone app i i
2: believe that is correct i want to say it's on both ecosystems and it is invaluable for not only prep it's got you know a series of easy maps so like building layout type maps that you can save as an image and then print off if you wanted to it also will do, like, random name generation. It'll do random lists of names. Oh, yeah. And you need 80s, that. Like, stuff like you, that. you've oh, got to yeah. have just names at the ready. Yes. So it's great for while I'm running because I can just have it up for a quick reference for names for people who don't matter. And then the other one, honestly, is Google Docs, for especially for prep, because I can put all of my game notes on the Google Docs. They're in the cloud, so they're backed up, and they're available. In the Googles on any of my devices i mean you could use any of the cloud services for that
0: dropbox google docs the uh apple whatever it's called now yeah i use i use evernote a lot yep i like how they let me you know put in images and then a a a chart and all that kind of stuff i can kind of it's not quite like google wave if anybody remembers google wave it's not (sighs) quite so crazy no one remembers that but us three yeah, I know. <laughs>
2: we were the only ones who were using it. Yeah, we all yeah. had accounts, too. I remember
0: that. <laughs> yeah. So it's not quite so freeform, but I do like the the Evernotes. Um, but yeah, Google Docs, man. Yep. Oh, so good. All of them, really. Like, Microsoft has a thing, and, yep. and uh, Gu- uh, Microsoft Drive, and all that stuff. There's, there's a bunch of nice office tools, cloud-based office tools that are just critical yep. for keeping your stuff together. Yep.
1: And from playing with Dave, I always like the fact that he shares from his Google Doc. Yeah. So no, nothing copyrighted. But of course, if he has something he needs us all to see, right. some primer information or a map, he yep. shares it with all of us. Very easy to get to and very easy to work with.
0: Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's nice because I know that some people use like Discord or Roll20 or other ways of like sharing stuff, which is totally legit. But I like Google Drive because I can do the folder structure. And I can have stuff that I know, I can have stuff that the players know, right. and then like individual character stuff even, Yep. and share it with just individuals. And that that's really cool, because then like pre-show or pre-session, I can say, hey, you know, your contacts in the Thieves Guild gave you these two secrets, right? you know, and only mm. you have that. Yeah.
2: And it's also, it's not reliant on a third party, you know, application. So it's not, I mean, it is, re- rec- it's obviously reliant on Google or whoever right. you're using, but. It's not reliant on your players having a roll 20 account.
0: Right. Yeah, whatever. exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Fantasy grounds or yeah. any other stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's they probably have email. Yep. Right. <laughs> so I can send them docs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and I've actually started
2: to because we've been like I had never organized really events on Facebook before until I started my D&D game. Wow. Mm. But the calendar feature on Facebook has been useful for just planning stuff. I can do a poll very easily in the game, you know, in the, in the game group that I have. If yeah. I can just say, hey, when's everybody available and list of dates, and they can all
0: check off, and it makes oh, it very easy to plan dude. that way.
1: Dave, so. Dave, what was that sign-up thing you used with us?
0: Yeah, so my favorite calendaring site, because yeah. Facebook is good Google is okay. My favorite group calendaring thing though, is a website called when is good. That was yeah.
1: awesome.
0: I'll, I'll link that. Cause it's, I
1: totally just could pick what was good with me. And then exactly. everybody else picked what was good with them. Yep. And then did you see as like a master overlay what days worked? Yeah. It's a crazy
0: simple website. There's nothing, there's nothing to it. There's no fancy graphics or any of that kind of stuff. You just give it a date range, give it hours that you as the DM or the game organizer are comfortable running right. you, and it creates a link. You send that to all your players and your players just select which hours in the available oh, listing is awesome. good for them. And it's so easy.
1: It worked really well
0: because on my end, I get to see, okay, well, which time slot actually works for all of my players. And maybe I don't want to wait that long. So I could look at, well, if I dropped one of my players, could I play earlier? He always or always me. Yeah, pretty much.
1: (laughs) You guys already all knew that. It was like, oh, Rich can't play on Wednesday. Guess we're playing Wednesday. It just worked (laughs) out, man. It's just, you know, nobody else was free when you were free. Now that I noticed, I never got to see all the data. I just entered when I wasn't available.
0: Right, right. And that's, that's the other thing that as a DM, sometimes you have to manage some politics. And Mm. so, when you are the only one with the results, that can be really nice. That is, yeah, because you can be like, "Look, we're going to play it on this day because you know that if you played it earlier, Susie would be upset, and if you played it later, Derek would be upset." So you you pick the one, and nobody else gets to know what the real availabilities were. (laughs) Right. Uh, But yeah, we'll link. One is good. That's a that's a that's a great scheduling thing. Yeah, and I don't necessarily want to go into a whole like how to world build. But there sure. are a lot of world building tools. Absolutely.
2: For maps, I use Asgar's fantasy map generator. Yeah. Oh, which man, is so good. Super fantastic. You just put in a seed for a random map. <clears throat> you can even I believe you can even upload your own SVG. So if you already have a map, but it uses sort of a pseudo Google Maps kind of interface to, you know, look around on it and stuff like that. But yep. it's wonderful for uh, sort of auto generating an earth, you know, a planet. Yeah, Uh, and a few continents or whatever, and you can tweak it. It's very customizable. But I'll we'll link that as well.
0: Yeah, Uh, and and the other thing about that is it's super easy to use. And you're like, I don't know if you don't like what you have, just toss in a couple of different seeds. You know, just just keep banging at it. And oh, I can work with that. Like this gives me the, you know, I need a Mediterranean thing. All right, I got that. I need a you know a big a big river. Okay, I got one of those. You know, like very easy for sure. I'm a big fan. Rich, do
1: you do any world building? All the worlds are in my head, and they're exactly the way I say they are as you get to them.
0: <laughs> yes, that is probably the best way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the linear development of whatever world you're in. That's Again, right. okay, I'm I'm well, uh, you know, Cyberpunk's about to wrap up, right? Yep. And yep. I'm hoping to run a basic D&D game in every other Friday slot and do some DMing there. But just like every game I've played in the last 15 years... It'll be independent and stand on its own. Yeah. And so there really doesn't need to be a world building for me. Um, just like the one I believe I'm gonna run here coming up. They have all these notes on the first page about, well, if you're part of this world, change these five names. This is made for this world from Greyhawk. And but none of that really matters to me. You could call everything Duncanville, Cedar Hill, and Ovilla, <laughs> and it would be fine to me. <laughs> yeah. So it's I am the laziest, oldest DM <laughs> I think you'd ever seen. And world building came in. God, Greyhawk, was it a first edition supplement? Yeah. Am I uh, embarrassing yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it came in a little bit later in first
0: edition. <laughs> well, and, and, and I would say that Greyhawk as a world build was, was good, but okay. it was a prototype. See, the, yeah, I yeah. considered
1: the, that world building.
0: The, the, um, well, the first, the first map of Greyhawk was a map of the United States. Where Milwaukee was, I think, was Greyhawk. And then some other town was Divers, or maybe vice versa. You know, Gygax was like, cool, United States. Uh, the town I'm from is Greyhawk. The town that was always our <laughs> rival is Divers. And, and, and away you go. And later on, somebody's like, hey, we should probably make up a different map. And he was like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's drop a map. So, like, yeah. Greyhawk was, and I think a lot of world building still goes this way. People just go and look at the globe, they find some archipelago, or they find like the map of Europe, and they just twist it 90 degrees and, like, cool, this is our world map.
2: Yeah. That's legit. That's fine. It's very easy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're working Um, with whatever you got. It keeps you from like, I don't know, kind of messing yourself up, kind of tripping yourself up, especially if you're not a seasoned world builder like a Matt Colville or
1: kind of like how Cody was for The Witcher. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And who else? Uh, Pat Rothfuss, you know, Patrick Rothfuss, you know, all these like.
1: Oh, I'm still mad at him, dude. Why? why? Because I got through the first two books. And no oh. one told me Homeboy was taking a fucking break for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the first two books done, and you know, a friend at work she told me about it. Said, "Hey, check that out." I got through the first two books. I'm like, "Hey, where's the third one?" She goes, "Oh, it's not out yet." And then I did some research. And I'm like, "Thanks, it's not been out for like ten, ten years." years. No. You know, you know, um, it's- what's what's wrong with this dude? I'm afraid he's gonna die too. He's, he's got a, he's dude. Got I, mean- He's got d s-
2: games to play in. Yeah. I sent him
1: a treadmill because I was like, bro, i got to get that weight under control. I cannot have you dying on me, bro.
0: you got to finish book three. You know, I remember I had the same conversation with you at one point. I recommended the Expanse series. And you're like, bro, are these books still being written? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're still being written. It's like, how many books have they gotten out? Is it like two? And I was like, no, dude, it's like it's like six. And you're like, oh, and I was like, yeah, like it's like seven now and eight's like on the way. And you're like, oh, OK, yeah, I'll actually read that because you were so
1: mad about <laughs> getting too- burned on Pat. I'm still pissed. That was that was like months ago. I'm still pissed. And that was like a year earlier before that. I'm still pissed. <laughs> but anyways, crazy. back to world building. Yes.
0: If you want to build the world, there are great tools out there
1: for you.
2: Yep. Lots of them. And one of them is actually the subreddit, our world building. Ooh. That has a discord that is actually quite useful. Yeah. And you cuz you just go to the subreddit and they've got a link there for the discord. Um, but that place is really neat to look into cuz it's all kinds of worlds too. That one is just general world building. So, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're running D&D, it doesn't matter if you're running cyberpunk or high fantasy stuff.
0: Uh, I've seen some really nice Post in there like, hey, I made up a whole like brewery ecology for my world. And I thought you guys might like it. And it's like, oh, there's these different hops in these areas, which influences this. And like the guy had crazy thought it out. I was like, cool. You know, like I will just take all your hard work and put it into my game. And my players will be super impressed at all the detail that you did for me. Thanks.
1: (laughs) Dude, I think you guys, I think my geek cred's not enough for this conversation. Do you all just like sit around and build worlds? no no are you sure no 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 no, no. Well, i'm seeing okay, a so lot of happiness in this conversation that's
2: only half that's that's only half true for in my case rich i have always built worlds quote unquote in my head like i've always had ideas for things and they're like you know oh wouldn't it be cool if i put this in my D game and some, a lot of the time, it's like, oh, that doesn't really fit in Forgotten Realms, or it doesn't really fit in Greyhawk, yeah. um, or I can't find a place for it to fit. Um yeah. But only recently have I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do the deep dive and start from scratch. Beautiful. Um, so this this is a fairly new thing for me as far as the world building goes,
0: so... I um, I have built a world before, maybe a maybe two. My, my last one was was my proudest because I actually went through and did the whole Pantheon thing mm-hmm. and all that stuff. The deal is, is that actual world building is a lot of work and a ton of work. And yeah. really, you're the only one who's going to like it. And that, and that's the thing is that like when you get into world building, you think, oh, I'm going to do all this cool stuff. And the player's going to love it. Players don't care. Yeah, they're like, oh, you have a whole Pantheon with all this like intrigue there. I don't care. What's the what's the barmaid look like? Is she hot? You know, it's like it's like, ah, yes, fine. Or no, no, she's she's ugly, but she is the avatar of best. The uh, the whatever goddess and like, yeah, I don't care about that. (laughs) You know, it's just I love it. It's really cool. And DMs, a lot of DMs are doing it nowadays and they're doing really good jobs at it. And so that's pretty much all I want to say about world building. It Um,
2: It can definitely be
0: more work than it's
2: than it. Then it should be like, yeah, if if you're it's all about like most GMing. You got to know your players and if your players literally are not going to be the type of people to care about that, then yeah. it might not be worth your while to do it and it, just run your game in Greyhawk. It, or, you know, and, or and or on the detail the
0: and honestly, like world building can be as simple as, hey, you guys found a treasure map, right? You're from this town. You found a treasure map. That's right. your whole world. That's all you get. And and that's, that's kind
2: of yeah, and that's kind of actually how I started with this one because I was just like, I'm not, I'm kind of tired of running the classic D D game in Forgotten Realms because that's what's shipping now with all the yep. D D stuff. So I was like, I'm I'm kind of done with Forgotten Realms. So instead of going back to Greyhawk, I was like, well, let let me just start from scratch. But instead of like me busting my butt getting all the minutia down, I went on that fantasy on the map generator that I was talking about, I generated a map that I liked and I tweaked it in some areas with names of the major countries and stuff like that. And kind of gave them the overall, uh, the ethnic, uh, distribution and stuff like that. So I, but the map did most of that for me. Yeah. And then I exported a small section of it and I put down the, the places that I knew that the group was going to be going to, you know, probably within the next six or so sessions. And I just fleshed out a little bit of that. I put like one NPC that I knew was going to be in this town and blah, blah, blah. So and then I just said, I didn't do my Pantheon. I was just like, we're just using the Forgotten Realms Pantheon because it's ubiquitous. Yeah. So um,
0: now getting away from the big picture stuff, I think a lot of a lot of DMs will also struggle with just making the adventure. Yes. Right. Like, what is my thing that I'm going to put in front of my players? Yeah. And for me, I don't like doing the whole module thing. That's just a personal preference. Sure. But I do really like just grabbing bits from modules or grabbing bits from other things. Absolutely. And so Matt Colville made a really cool site called Adventure And it's just like straight up Adventure Lookup dot com. And guys, it's like really good. There's yeah. some, there's some publisher flags, there's some settings, there's some filters you can do, and you can just be like white dragon and all of the adventures that this website knows about that include a white dragon, they all show up and you're like, oh, cool. This sounds like what I'm looking for. And you pull it and it's like, oh, this is a adventure written by TSR back in advanced d and I'll go look it up.
1: And Holy then, crap. This is the same Matt Colville from. Yes. The, what's the thing called?
0: YouTube strongholds and
2: followers.
1: No, the YouTube thing. Yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 He's he's got his whole like YouTube videos and all that good stuff, and he's he's doing great. He just had his giant Kickstarter with mm, two million dollars or whatever. Wow, that's I'm really
1: liking this website. I can't believe you've never told me about this. I mean, right on the back, right on the front page. B two keep on the borderlands, and I'm like, this isn't like random. This is like the things. They're everything.
0: No, yeah. it's good. That's it's a great good. Line. And and I use Adventure Lookup in addition to DM's Guild, Dungeon Masters Guild, yep. Because you find adventures in Adventure Lookup, and a lot of times, especially if they're older adventures like three five or second edition or first edition, because yeah. again, I don't need the stat blocks. I just need like some bits, maybe a map, you know, maybe a maybe some dialogue or something like that, and I'll I'll, I'll tweak it as I like. You go to Dance Skill. a lot of those second edition adventures are in PDF for like a dollar.
1: Oh, my God. You, dude, this is, I'm loving this site, bro. Yeah. I, I am going Like, you know, B2, keep on the Borderlands. We all have it. But it's oh, yeah. $4.99 for the watermark PDF. Yeah. And I'm able just to grab that and go. I don't have to go to eBay and right. hunt it down. I don't have to go to Gen Con and dig through a bunch of stuff. It's right there. This is a great website.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Oh, God. I'm, I'm telling you about it now, buddy.
1: <laughs> okay, now I have two websites I use now. Yeah, okay. now
2: Rich is going to be going to build his own campaign right off the bat. That's right. I'm building right. a world.
0: Now, Mike, what, what you got
2: there? What do you
1: got there,
0: Mike? What I have
2: it? what I got for Christmas from <gasps> the collector's edition Art and Arcana, a visual history of Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. Which came with A copy of the original.
1: Oh, Tomb of Horrors. Yep. Tomb of Horrors from Gagax. And it is all
2: like scant like uh scans of like printed pages off of his dot matrix printer and shit like that.
1: Oh, dude. Like with his
2: like underlines and stuff. Yeah, underlines and his hand drawn maps. (gasps) Wow. I mean, like it it is amazing. The funny thing is, is when I opened it up, I was like, oh, how great is this? You scroll through it and you're looking at these monsters that it's listing.
0: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Mike is a millennial when he says scroll as he's actually turning pages. As I'm turning pages. Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. I totally did just do that.
2: Anyway. But yeah, the monsters that it lists in here, some of them aren't around anymore. Oh, I seem to recall looking at one and going, I have never heard of that. Nice. But also they're not fifth edition. So like you would have to totally convert this to fifth. Sure. Which sure. Are, which they obviously have. I just thought it was really cool that I had a first edition module sitting around. That's to pull, awesome. To pull stuff from because the maps are great. Like hand drawn oh, yeah. little maps like that. It's a lot of fun.
0: Oh, yeah. No, like the maps from first and second edition kids. If you're playing fifth edition, that's all you've ever played. Go back and yeah. find yourself a first or second edition module yeah. map. You will be blown away. Oh. Yeah.
1: And did we talk about one time before how sometimes the descriptions and the, the footages and the way things work didn't match up.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the Is old,
1: it, the, the old maps were
0: not uh, perfect.
1: That's <laughs> right. And that's what I love about playing those. I was doing it in the, in a garage game the other day and it was like, all of a sudden I get quiet for like five minutes. And everyone's like, what's up? And I said, oh, sorry, I just noticed this was wrong. <laughs> this is the, what they just said and what I'm seeing on the paper don't match. Yeah. Yeah. And I got such a kick out of it. I was just studying it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah well, that's, that's when you say like, it's magic, you know, right, <laughs> like, <yeah>. like, <laughs> like, how could there be so many rooms in this little tiny chapel? It's like, I don't know, magic. Like, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> it's an
1: extra planar space. Yeah. It's fine. Where did that, that extra yeah. 40 feet come from?
0: Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. And and DMs Guild in general has tons of modules, tons of cool stuff, and a whole bunch of like community made things that you can buy. So DMs Guild in general is a phenomenal resource for any fantasy yeah. thing. It's all powered by the uh, drive through RPG system. It's the same like structure from a website perspective, but I think Watsi has licensed it or something like that. So, yeah. but it's really freaking good.
2: So along those lines, also like especially for the session to session planning it is. I can't emphasize enough how critical it is to have good notes. Yeah. Between sessions. Like people always say, Oh, my players will take notes or, you know, Oh, I'll just, I'll just chicken scratch this little part. The minutia really does help. And that just comes with practice too. Like when you run games, you'll start remembering what needs to be written down. Yeah. So you can pair it, but, It's so important to take notes. And honestly, shorthand is great. If you have a shorthand for taking notes with, use it because it will. And always hand. I am. I am a big proponent of handwriting your notes. Yeah. Not clickety clacking on your keyboard (laughs) or of your laptop. And that's just because it can take people out of it. Like if you're sitting there typing while other people, while your players are talking. Oh, Right it's distracting like for it's distracting for you because you're trying to take notes right it's like you're in class at a lecture you're taking notes on your laptop but they're trying to have like an in character discussion and that might work for some groups but most groups
0: that i've been a part of
2: it just it takes everybody in the room out of the game
0: yeah so. and what i'll do is i'm always jazzed after a game like i've got I'm I'm exhausted because I've been working, but right. I'm also really jazzed. So when everybody's done, I sit down and do the like after class thing where you like where yes. you like spin up all your notes. Yep. I'll just like vomit thought vomit all the stuff I remember down, just so I've got some kind of stream of consciousness of like, okay, all these things happened. Yep. This NPC thought that when they said this, and then I can pull on that later. Yep. And that's where you know, like you say a notepad or some kind of place to keep your notes is really important. And sure. Yeah. You know, the other thing I do is I keep all my players notes. Ah, interesting. So when they leave, they leave their notebook behind and I read it. It's really helpful to know what was important to my monk, what was important to my paladin during the right. last game.
2: Interesting.
0: That has helped me a lot. Cause then I realize, Oh man, they wrote all this stuff down about the innkeeper. I should do something with him. Yeah, you know. Whereas I thought that was a throwaway NPC, they actually like wrote down two lines about the guy.
2: Interesting. I had never considered doing that. You mean you care what they think?
1: Absolutely. They been, are there for my fodder and my enjoyment. Hence the name, before, Dungeon Rich. Master. <laughs> it isn't appease the player, player coach.
2: Let it be known that Rich is an abusive dungeon master. <laughs> He's
0: stern. He's uh, very stirring. Stern.
1: Watch them bleed. <laughs>
0: well, also, Rich, you you run most of your games are like one z two z shots. Yeah, yes. you know yeah. they're relatively contained. That's a whole different ballgame. game. And they're yeah.
1: completely made to have the hook character. They're completely made to have a bad villain. They're completely made to right. give you the challenges and then move you on your way. Right. Yeah. yeah right. I, I all this work and you guys put into stuff, and I'm just like. Wow, that's a lot of work. <laughs>
2: in fairness, Rich, I'm a stay-at-home dad, so you I go. do have, I, while I don't have all the time in the world, I do have a little bit more time yeah. to sit down and write stuff down. Just so. put the
1: kids in a bucket, send them in the corner. Exactly. <laughs> In this, in
2: my case, the bucket is school. I send them off to school for six hours a day. Oh, that's even better. So,
0: taxpayer paid (laughs) (laughs) bucket. (laughs) And then the other thing is like the college group. I always find the college groups have the most shit going on. Because the guy is like, I'm not paying attention to class. You know what I'm doing? I'm writing out my I'm campaign, up my campaign.
2: <laughs> and, his, yeah. and, his, and his
0: players are like, you know what? I'm not doing in class, paying attention. You know, I'm working on my character. I'm doing another write up about my character and yeah. their love affair with this thing. And it's and like we, and we've got a Google Hangout of the entire
2: D&D group and we're all sitting in there oh, chatting. And, oh, yeah. no Yeah, exactly.
0: Dude, I, I remember reading. I remember reading emails where one of the players had like gone and translated stuff into elvin and was speaking elvin in the thing and we all had to translate it back so we knew what he was saying and like the dwarf had stuff to do and it was like whoa these days as like somebody not in college yeah no kids if if you're listening to this and you're in college and you're having that lifestyle fucking yeah just soak that up
2: Oh God, it goes away. <laughs> I, I miss it. I miss it so hard.
1: Oh, yeah. Three yeah, games a week. Hell yeah. Sometimes oh. I cry myself to sleep thinking. Oh of those yeah. Days. Oh yeah.
0: And, and I mean, I think that, you know, folks that are listening to this, if they have that kind of time and that kind of impetus, it's like, what are you talking about using tools to make all these things? I just flesh all this out by hand. It's like, awesome. You should absolutely yeah. keep yes. doing that yeah. for as long as you can, but there will come a day. Right.
2: <laughs> Mark my words.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <There> <laughs> will come Mark a day my words, young boy. When you have a little bit more money than you have free time, and at that point, you you might want to invest in a world-building tool yep. that will just make all the, a lot of this stuff up for you, and you can tweak what you don't like. Yep.
1: Now, it's funny. We've talked about a lot of apps and a lot of tools and a lot of online
2: we have. Do you need me to describe what an app is? Do you an app?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I got my fidget thing here, so I can. Okay, all right. I, I bought it with an app. And um, they, uh, you know, I go, we have half-price bookstore all over the place.
0: And I so that's usually
1: one of my books. favorite walkthroughs. And by the way, I think they're pretty much getting nationwide now. They're, they they're, are, They're yeah. just, oh, damn, they're over everywhere. Yeah. Man, I'd love to check out their little RPG section. You can yeah. get everything from basic stuff all the way to current stuff, yeah. And again, like you talk about going through pay through books, I got a treasure book. I got a I got a puzzle book. Yep. I got a uh, I even have a world builder book nice. that I just kind of flip through, and I'll get things that either I inject or things I like. Absolutely. Or when yeah. I'm building these parties that I go to a con and they pick their player, I'll even grab. Uh, treasure items usually that kind of work around the theme of what we're doing and put those on note cards for people to pick from. But I don't ever want to just keep using the basic ones out of the book. So those other books help me. And you can tell I like a lot of touchy things. I don't bring a laptop to the table. I bring a lot of notes and paper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing about half price books, I will always go and hang out in the world history section and oh. all of that stuff, take heraldry. Yes. Yep. Greyhawk has a fantastic section in the back of its gazetteer about. You don't mean heraldry. a bunch of
1: guys named Harold. What do you know? No, talking
0: about? no, I'm talking about shields and family crests. Oh, and all that stuff. oh,
1: oh, yeah. oh, oh. Heraldry. If you're in,
0: yeah. If you're in half price books and, dude, they'll have like a $5 book on ancient European family crests. Yeah. And it's just nice. It's like cool. Not only do I have a family name book out of my baby names book I got from Half Price Books for $2, but I also have a book of just shield crests. So I yeah. can say, OK, you've got this big yellow stripe and these two lions and there's this octopus thing. And, you know, boom, you <laughs> got a family crest. That's <laughs> yeah. a yeah. Yeah, Exactly, exactly. It's yeah. like – and I'm a huge sci-fi DM and I will – always go and look for the uh, Jane's guides to guns and oh, tanks uh, yeah. and all that stuff just to get some tools I can put into people's hands that are real. And you can do the same yeah. thing with medieval stuff. Go get a book on knights yeah. and the weird weapons they used and just put them in your game. Give them the freaking stats from a pole arm and D right. and D but describe it, you know, use that stuff to like yeah. make it, I don't know, more cool.
2: I walked out of a half price books with, the Rifts books mm, from Palladium, nice. yes. Yeah. Only to get home and open the cover and find out that it was my roommate's set of <gasps> books that he had sold the half price books.
1: He was like, "You, you are effing kidding like, me! Yep. <laughs> that is hilarious." Look, Carl's book.
0: That is awesome. I love Carl.
1: It's really That's fun. awesome.
0: <laughs> that oh God. is
1: too funny yeah oh, he had
2: man. sold them to him like a week ago and i was like and, oh shit Rifts books so i bought them
1: and <laughs> you know folks you're like, like carl dude i got some Rifts books let's play and he's like yeah. no dude I and, just
0: and you all might think like why would i want to go and get palladium books or why would i want to go and get these other books from other systems mm. guys they're full of really interesting yes. ideas you yep. don't have to play the stupid system you can right. just go through the old school whoa, palladium whoa, whoa, books
1: whoa, whoa, wasn't stupid <laughs> you can <laughs> Rich, are you about to?
2: Are you? Are
0: you
1: <laughs> 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 I love my Palladium Age
0: with the ley lines and the nodes and the. I'm just, I'm just. Atlantis. Um. Just anyways, <laughs> you can go and just rip stuff out of those games and put them into yours, and it's just going to be one of those things where your players, if they've been playing D and D for you with you for three or four years, you're going to hit them with some curveball stuff from another system or another setting, and it's just going to be, I don't know it's just cool. Like I love stealing from other stuff and putting yeah. it into my game. It'll be memorable.
2: I mean, and that's and that's what your that's what the goal is in the end. Everybody to have a good time and to remember the session fondly. So, yeah. You know, anything you can pull in that's that's unique or interesting or fun or cool is is always going to go over well. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're tailoring your game for your players' enjoyment.
1: Or your DMs. Yep. Um, you know, D- I, I and it's like we've <laughs> talked about a lot of sites. And really, I only use one site. And it's kind of like me and my rule books. There's only first edition, right? It's everything else is just there. There's a place called Dragon's Foot. And it's dragonsfoot.org. And man, you would have thought this site was dead, wouldn't you? First oh, edition, at it. second edition. I mean, edition looking Facebook. at it, it
2: was written in the '90s.
1: That's right. And by the way, they have their own. They have their own little magazine called Footprints. And if you look, January 2019, there was a new issue of Footprints magazine.
0: Wow. Now it was I, I was because I was
1: going there this week to go. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about this site, and I saw a new Footprints was released. And I was like, "Holy shit!" When was the last one released? Oh yeah, 2016. So there may be some time between the magazines. <laughs> oh, my but gosh. Hold up, is, hold up, hold up, hold
0: up. Stop. It's not dead. I scrolled down. The, ladies and gentlemen, this website has an artifact of the web called Web Rings. Yes, it
1: does. I was totally going to touch on the Web Rings. Go on. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Okay. Back, back in my day, before they had the Googles, um, you had a website, and it might be buddies with other websites, but there was no search engine. So you would just say, hey, my site is friends with Mike's site, which is friends with Rich's site. And the three of us are going to make a ring. Yep. And somebody could go next to go from my site to Mike's site or back to go from my site to Rich's site. And then we add in another site to the ring. And
1: oh my God, this website has rings. This is so charming. And so this is like my love of first edition, the books and the way everything looks. This is like old school internet. And the way everything looks and all the materials you download are very much in that same vein. So it has tons of resources, has tons of modules, has like, if you've ever played a game with me, um, Gen Con. We played on those character sheets last year during my yeah. game. Yeah. Well, yeah, they came from here. So, I mean, it's it's just, this is the resource for me. It has everything I need to be a productive First edition, basic, second edition DM. I say they have second. Hold on. Let me check.
0: No, they do. They do. They have okay. first and second.
1: Yes. And, and they have basic. They have the original. I think they call it original. So they have, oh, Savage Worlds RPG is on here. Okay. Oh, and okay. Legendary Adventures with a J. So I've never seen those, but that's on this website too.
0: They have Castle and Crusades as well, which is Gygax's second company after oh, he was booted I from tsr
1: knew that oh my gosh look at you i've never clicked on that link
0: yeah oh girl oh whoa and this yeah. magazine is cool oh yeah. my god okay so uh, rich you have blown me away yep. this, this is, is so freaking cool
1: fun site when I you read no some of these this. early magazines like go go to like ones and threes and fives dude it's like you're reading old dragons Oh, wow. So, you know, we've talked about before the web, how we got information, before YouTubes, before, and and, and you know, I kind of was like, wow, we never knew how to like act in role playing because we never had, pe- we just acted the way we acted. We didn't have people that were like really good at it that we could watch. And these books kind of bring that back. Dude, they have a freaking guest book. <laughs> I'm going to sign
0: that guest book. I have
1: no idea. I'm so
0: signing this thing.
1: How? Oh, oh! It's
0: it's disabled. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> I Bots wonder why. Got it.
1: So this is my site. This and, is where I go for stuff.
2: And I'm scrolling through this magazine, the digital magazine edition twenty four. Twenty four. Okay, edition, issue right.
1: twenty four. Yes, yeah, the most uh,
0: current. But I mean, it is. This is very cool. Yeah. Wow. Very very cool. So I'm running a Greyhawk game. All the information I have on Greyhawk came from Second and Three Five resources. And then a giant web ring of Greyhawk sites that are still up. Wow. And oh, wow. they, they're really not that easy to find on Google. But yeah. once you get to one and you're in the Greyhawk web ring, you're like, yes, I'm yeah. in the ring. Next. <laughs> Download. Next. Download. Yeah. Next. Screen screen scrape. Next. It's like, yes, this is where I need to be. Because they have all their old cool like adventures and items and the little shop descriptions. And yeah, I, I rip off from the um, uh, Greyhawk web ring a little too much (laughs) Uh,
1: well that's why it's made. that's why they put it together so this is all i have this is all i use this is this is my life right here
0: i uh yeah i'm a fan thank you for sharing that is glorious there's so much stuff here i'm super happy with all these tools oh my gosh the ones you guys all mentioned i don't use and had i hadn't even heard of most of them so this is great for me
1: Isn't that crazy how that is? Everybody gets in their own little rut. I'm going to have to even go to our show notes after the show's out and do some clicking. Because uh, I saw some things. I was like, this is nice.
0: Yeah. And uh, folks at home... I know there are more tools. Please tell us, because I'm always looking for good new tools to use to build my adventures, get my NPCs, my monsters together. I know,
1: and for our friends south of the border, throw in those links for the sites that are multilingual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. in a different language.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So the Death Die Club, Hugo and Fernando, they've been making this really cool thing. Actually, they just did a really cool tool about changing the economy of your game. If you don't want the default economy in D&D... They have this sheet where you can put in how you want gold and silver and all these other things to be treated in your in your economy, and they'll go through and change the prices of all the items no. to match what how your economy works. So, is gold very rare? So, you kind of tell rare? it
1: bread's worth this much. You, no, you no. tell it
0: like, you know how in D&D typical, it's like a silver, like... 10 coppers worth of silver, 10 yeah. silvers worth of gold. Ten okay, gold yes, worth of, yes, yeah. yes. So that yeah. exchange rate might be different in your world because okay. your world has no gold mines. And so silver is the is the thing of the day. So you tell their little tool, hey, here's how my economy works from a exchange rate perspective. Yeah. And then they'll tell you, okay, cool, because of that, all these items now cost this.
1: My worlds are all based on Bitcoin. <laughs>
0: Where you tell the players at your table, yes, if you have Bitcoin, you can give it to me, Rich Wisniewski, right. and your character can get the sword.
1: <laughs> get your digital wallet out. Welcome to microtransactions it's, at Gen Con. It's new it's, version
0: it's, bribing the DM with... If it's, if it's Bitcoin, it's not micro no more, dude. That's it's right. like it's like a yeah, couple right. of grand per that's thing. Right.
1: Well, a teeny tiny point zero, 0 one of your coin.
0: Please. Oh, a Satoshi or whatever? Sure, yes. sure. But Indeed. you can do
1: like... You can do like... Uh, what is that? That's pay to win, dude. You're pay, totally pay to that's win. That's right. I'm going to oh, yeah. do a pay to win game.
0: <laughs> I
2: used to totally bribe my DM. Yes, yeah, in college.
1: I thought we master, weren't going to talk about that,
2: Mike. I thought bri- we weren't going to talk about that ever well, again. Hey, you know the other the
0: other DM. Oh, okay, yeah, that oh, guy,
1: sure, uh, that bastard that tool, Jason, yeah, the I tool. Could,
2: I could bribe him, and he'd give me 500 XP. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had a DM that used to do. Uh, we would have a rules debate because you know how it used to be. Oh, yeah. Rules lawyer was the thing. And if we had a rules debate used to get get out of of here. No, no. I mean, they've they've simplified a lot. So it's, you know, these days, eh, if you have a rules question, you're weird. But back in the day, rules were really you had to kind of know all your stuff. (laughs) The DM would be like, bet you a level. (gasps) And if you were right, you got a level. And if you were wrong, you lost a level. And that was oh, man, that was like that was that was go time. It was like, all right, I feel really. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's in there. I know, or, or, or that backed you off. You're like, I don't want to lose a level for this. No, no, no.
1: Dude. I like that. That's, that's some shiznick. We're going to have some yeah. level betting in our game. <laughs> that's all there is to it. We are going to have some level betting.
0: Yes, I love it. This has been phenomenal. Mike, dude, thanks a ton for coming back. Yeah, no sweat. It's a
2: pleasure to be back, and always fun to talk out, DM's Corner. Big fan.
0: Everyone at home, thanks a ton for tuning in. Have fun and play well.
1: May all your roles be crits.
0: Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by me, David Gillespie, with music provided by Taylor Guillory. Our web presence is managed by Amy Nelson. And if you like our style, please leave a review for us on iTunes. It's the best way to help people find us. Most importantly, though, feel welcome to connect with us on Twitter, our Facebook group, discord server our friday night twitch streams and our website all under the name high shelf gaming we really look forward to talking and playing games with you all right dm's corner yes
1: oh yeah i didn't do we my need, dm's like, a corner. Theme song <laughs>
0: we do we need a separate song specifically <laughs> for dm's <laughs> and it's, it's gonna be like you doing this oh, actually here corner. do it you do your do to do, do okay
1: <laughs> dm's corner DM's do, 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 Corner do, 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 do. that could be like our theme song I'll put it in the beginning oh and get Mike to drop in an oh yeah at the end
0: oh there we go okay let's do it again do, 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 do. DM's Corner DM's Corner oh yeah
1: I love it okay um everyone at <laughs> <I'm right> home <laughs> you Thanks sure really her. have a podcast <laughs> this isn't some weird LSD dream I'm in <laughs> I just keep taking you <laughs>